0: the paul leslie hour helping people tell their stories and now your host paul leslie hey it's me ladies and gentlemen welcome to the paul leslie hour just remember that the show is made possible through listeners and viewers like you just go to the and click on support the show thank you to all of you who have contributed now let's get into the interview Ladies and gentlemen, our special guest is Sean McDermott. First of all, thanks so much for joining us. Good to be here. My first question, who is Sean McDermott? Oh, gosh.
1: Well, I was born and raised in Denver, Colorado, come from a family of
0: cattle ranchers.
1: My dad's from uh, back east, and both my folks were in the entertainment business, my mom I studied to be a concert pianist, so music was always in my life and started studying voice and and uh, music around 13 and went to college for music and decided I wanted to pursue musical theater, so I moved to New York and uh, started my career there. And A couple years after living in New York, out of college, I got my first Broadway show and the rest is history. <laughs> I'm mean, as uh, someone who loves music and, and loves uh, the entertainment business, and, uh, you know, this CD is a little different from the previous CDs that I've done that are big Broadway
0: production uh, CDs. What singers have influenced you the most? Well,
1: you know, in the beginning, my folks were very much into classical music, so I listened to a lot of opera, Maria Callas, uh, you know, obviously Pavarotti, but as far as... My genre of singing, Johnny Mathis would have been one of the first singers that I saw live. Uh, my folks took us to see him. I must have been 10 years old. Certainly, Barbara Streisand, who I ended up then, years later, performing with on her European tour, was a big influence just because she's an amazing singer and uh, had the ability to communicate not only through um you know, sounds and tones, but uh, emotion. Early on, uh, Maria Alonso, Howard Keel, Catherine Grayson, all of those movie musical singers, uh, certainly Shirley Jones, who I ended up working with later as well, Robert Goulet, who I worked with as well. You know, these people... Uh, influenced me and that's why I did choose to go into musical theater because uh, it was that combination of opera and not really pop but it you know it was operetta op. Uh, it was you know the American musical theater form of, of opera how that began so I, I was really drawn to that it moved me and that's who I listened to of course and and was inspired to you know sing like but of course you know, I loved James Taylor, Joni Mitchell, Carole King, the Doobie Brothers, Kenny Loggins. I mean, that was all my time. You know, the, the 70s were a huge influence, too. That's why this album has some of that on it, uh, which I'd never been able to record before. Some of those 70s tunes, Wider Shade of Pale, a Journey with Open Arms. Not so much in the heavy rock, but, you know,
0: classical rock. You mentioned there a lot of people, and a lot of them, that that you've actually shared the stage with. You've shared the stage with Bernadette Peters, Johnny Mathis, and you mentioned Robert Goulet. Uh Could you pick one that has been the most thrilling? Well, I don't know if it's obvious, but Barbara Streisand certainly
1: was the most thrilling to stand next to and, you know, sing the high note at the end of Somewhere from West Side Story or, you know, Evergreen uh, singing a duet. You know, in part of the song with her, um, that you know that was just magnificent. But you know, at the same time, Bernadette is such an incredible musician and uh, thrilling to work with as well so and and Robert goulet was, I did a show with him, so we did South Pacific together. So to sit on the stage as, as Lieutenant Cable, you know, kind of sickly and and ridden with malaria, and and look over and watch this legend sort of icon of his time seeing this nearly was mine is something I'll never forget but I would say Barbara Streisand was the most thrilling to work with I want to talk about your
0: new album You're Not Alone What do you think of the new album?
1: I love it. You know, I'm very much like Streisand that I'm a perfectionist. I will always find things that I wanted to do different and perhaps better, but I am very uh, satisfied with it and uh, think it's um, some great material and not only covers the old songs that I'm redoing, but also the new material is great. I love the new material. I love the writers that I worked with. I think you did mention um that you love the Charlie Midnight songs. He was my first producer that I worked with on this um album. So and, and is just an amazing writer. His credits go back, uh, you know, he started writing for Fleetwood Mac and the Doobie Brothers in the 70s. He produced Joe Cocker for years. Later on um Christina Aguilera's Christmas album he was one of the producers on The Bodyguard with uh, Whitney Houston so when I chose to come to LA or um, choose a producer in LA uh, he was the obvious choice and I met him through the composer on a lot of my tunes uh, or did the arrangements uh, Mark Chait uh, who is an accomplished um, uh, pianist and uh, score uh, film score writer you know we started working on the material and he had a lot of songs i wanted to do something different from the broadway albums that i had done which i love i produced uh, them in london with a producer named john yap who is on j records and we performed all of the material at abbey road studios with the national symphony orchestra so it was thrilling but these were these you know the original scores from these songs uh, broadway tunes that we did and i wanted to do something different I'm not a pop singer, but I wanted to go in that in that vein of pop opera or pop Broadway, such as Josh Groban or Andre Brucelli and
0: The thing about the Charlie Midnight is I think a lot of people wouldn't recognize his name, but they would recognize a lot of his songs. Yeah. Uh, like I said, he, uh, he sort
1: of has been in the background writing for a lot of these people. He's He's a guy from Brooklyn who... He's got that real um, kind of Billy Joel feel to him, and, uh, you know, when he started writing, I think uh, that was a big influence, that whole era of music early on, and uh, but he was always behind the scenes, you know, writing for people, but then, you know, started producing, so, and he loves being kind of behind the scenes in the studio, and is an incredible, you know, producer.
0: Do you have a favorite song from this album? Well, "You're Not Alone" is the title
1: track. Uh, I think it speaks to, well, it spoke to me. I um, was actually wanting more uh, for the album, so I actually went with. Um, after we finished with Charlie, I went with another producer and wanted, you know, to add things to it. And this producer actually wrote "You're Not Alone." I found out later that uh, Ivan ended up writing You're Not Alone with Charlie Midnight. So it, it was quite interesting that, you know, there are no mistakes. And I really wanted to record this song, and it kind of speaks, spoke to me, and I think everybody that listens to it, you know, over a few times says, wow, this sort of works really for what's going on right now. We're going through some really challenging times and we're not alone in all this where everybody's kind of feeling stuff you know there's sort of a shift in uh, consciousness whatever you want to call it and everybody's you know kind of in this together so that sort of work uh, I love that one it's you know based on the Moonlight Sonata so um, I was you know that kind of brought me back to my classical roots And but also Ordinary Man is one of my favorites I kept it on there and it's a Charlie Midnight song you know, those two would be two of my favorites. Of course, Walking in Memphis was always, a, you know, a great Mark Cohen tune that, uh, you know, I've performed several times. So I would say those would be my three.
0: What's yours? Well, that's a good question. I thought your rendition of A Wider Shade of Pale was really, really interesting. Getting to, to discover the, those Charlie Midnight songs, I thought all of those songs were exceptional. There's a lot of good choices. On that note, when someone listens to this album, what do you want the listener to get from the experience of listening?
1: Well, I want them to enjoy um, what they're listening to. Uh, maybe be uplifted uh, by it. I know I do get uh, reactions a lot of times that there are tones in my voice that make people feel things, or they feel you know something physical. So whether it's being moved by it or um, and I find that in a lot of singers that I listen to, and it's sort of unconscious. It's just, you know, kind of who I am and what I do. So I always love it when I hear after a performance, my God, you really moved me. You know, I felt something physically. So I guess that would be, I always think we kind of can, you know, get to people uh, communicating, the, you know, that ultimate joy. Uh, when you're listening to a piece of music that just makes you, gives you chills or takes you to another place. And that's what I hope that people get um, by listening to the CD and certain songs from it. You know, the messages um, in some of the songs are really good, are really, you know, uh, powerful. Uh, and also the um, the older tunes, you know, Watershed of Pale, Open Arms, Walking in Memphis, you know, kind of taking them back. Uh, that, that's why I chose covers uh, or, you know, um, tunes that have been recorded before. So it's not just all original. Um, I do have three other albums, and the first one that I did was all original material, and it's some great songs, and Paul, I'll send you that one as well. Um, but uh, the response that I got was, you know, we love these songs, but we don't recognize any of them, so... That was sort of my point, too, with choosing songs that are some of my favorites and that, that everybody knows.
0: As a singer, would you say that you're more moved by the lyrics or the melody of a song?
1: That's a good question. And it's different with, with different songs. You know, I'll listen to uh, Rachmaninoff's Concerto in C minor, I think it is, and it's just, there's certain parts of that melody that literally move me to, uh, you know, emotion. Yet, you know, a Carly Simon song or, uh, you know, like I said, Carole King, there are lyrics that just really make you feel things and think things. And I think it was a song recently I was listening to that was 2008 Grammy um nominee by Vince Gill called It's What You Give Away. And it's like you listen to those words and you almost kind of... You know, I, I get moved to tears because it is about, it's not what we have, it's, it's, you know, the, what a man really is, is is, at the end of the day, is what, what he gives, what we give away, what we, you know, in love and monetary or whatever. So it's, it's whatever it is. I mean, Vince Gill's an incredible singer, but those lyrics just are amazing. So it depends on the song, you know, and obviously with, you know, classical music or just instrumental, it's going to be the melody.
0: Kind of a, a mix of both. Fifty-fifty. what is the best thing about being sean mcdermott oh what is the best thing that's that's you get some that's a good question there that that
1: i've had the opportunity to um have some great experiences on the stage with some incredible performers some amazing talented people um very, very grateful. I guess that I've been able to do what I what I do in an art form that is just so joyous and and uh, fun and wonderful. Being musical theater, of course, and and performing because I do a lot of concert work with symphony orchestras and being able to be in front of a an audience and and make people happy.
0: One of the amazing things about music is that a song can be in any language. And there are going to be people all around the world who identify with it. We have a lot of listeners from different countries who listen to this show. So my last question for you, for anyone who hears this interview and for anyone that's listening to your music as we play it, what do you want to say to all the people who are listening?
1: Certainly for me, singing is an expression of the soul. It opens us up and uh, lets us express just ultimate joy so for uh, you know listening to a piece of music is is a similar experience when you're moved by it just music is the answer music never stop having music in your life and searching for new music there's so much out there it, it really does help us to evolve i think tones are extremely healing in my belief so um find a piece of music Several pieces of music to listen to that will make you feel things, make you feel whether it's chills, whether it's tears, whether it's happy, whether it's sad, it's making you feel. And that, I think, opens up the soul and lets us, allows us to feel that ultimate joy, which we need to have on this planet right now. We need to, uh, all be feeling joy and bring that consciousness up, up, up. In sort of an esoteric way. Just be happy. You know, listen to music. It's an expression of the soul. It moves you, I think, more than anything. Dancing is good,
0: too. And so dance to the music. Find music you can dance to as well. You know, you're the second guest who has said to dance. The other one was, believe it or not, Adam Carolla. <laughs> I don't know why Adam Carolla said that. Oh, did he? Which it surprised me. I just didn't see him as a, a dancing kind of guy, but he, that's what he said. You but
1: well in the living broken. room, you find something that not only you can sing to, but you dance around like a fool, maybe in your underwear. You know, there's not a better feeling in life. <laughs> it's that's nice right. You dance with people, but, you know, there is that, you know, just, just let it all out. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> who you truly are. You know, just be, it's where you become... You you know, who you really are, I think, is what I feel sometimes. And if somebody were videotaping it, I'd probably be really sorry. Slip <laughs> 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 it on YouTube and go viral. But um, Or who knows?
0: Maybe uh, it would help <laughs> a lot of people. But. Well, thanks so much for this interview. I appreciate it.
1: Sure, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad oh. you're enjoying the CD and keep enjoying it. And uh, I'll send you others, too. I'll send you my other ones. Oh, great.
0: Well, I appreciate it very much. Thank you, take it, Paul. Pa, poop, the